It's Coffee Quad Time! for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, Demonstrations of products and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1 646 558 8656. You will need the meeting ID 848 725 450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good morning and welcome to this Wednesday, what, October 13th, and welcome to the Coffee Club. I hope everybody is well today and doing well, and we've got a big, 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 big show planned for you. Just real quickly... We will do the introductions, and everybody will say a little bit about what's going on, and then I'm going to answer a, a listener's question, Casey, about Android and the iPhone, and we're going to talk about that just for a very few minutes, but I felt like that we could do the topic a little justice if we talked about it in person. Um, then we're going to do the interview with Tim, where our panelists and folks are going to interview Tim Oni, and I think you'll find that very interesting. And then we have a um, we have a. Um, a demo of the updated Walmart app that Chris and Dave put together last week. 
and I think you'll find that very timely and helpful. And so that's kind of what we got going on. This week, as far as myself is concerned, we've been busy putting in Jenny's new computer because we're setting her up an office and got that almost all done. We're looking for a a chair now and just the last few apps. I will say this is a great um, little computer. It's very small but very powerful. It's an i7 and does all the things you want. And the first thing it did was, without me, before I could even do anything about it, it updated to Windows 11. So I got a crash course in that. Not much different, though. So no no big deal guys so anyway and my other highlight of the week was taking a trip to walmart yesterday we'll talk about this later but i went there to get jenny's prescription and maybe if i had one and i walked in the store and i was looking for the pharmacy and i couldn't find anybody that i could communicate with in other words they could not understand English. So this posed a problem, pulled out my phone to call Ira, and um, so then then we turned around and uh, tried to call Ira, and the screen froze up, or the video did. They couldn't talk to me. So finally... Finally, I ran into somebody I knew, got over to the thing, and it, it was a real struggle. But uh, And after all that, they got the prescription wrong. But it was one of those days. And ended the day, though, giving a speech at the men's club here in Naples in our, our group, and that was a lot of fun. So, And they had a sub from... Dave's Jersey Mike. So that was good. Okay, Jennifer, what's been going on with you? Well, as you said, I've been watching the new computer take shape. Uh, I finished a, a good book called The Martian. If you're into reading good books about a guy that gets stranded on Mars, and it's kind of fitting today that if the launch goes according to plan, William Shatner will be going up with the as the, one of the civilians that's going into space, and he can honestly say he will be boldly going where few men have gone before. There you go. Anything else going on? And we're just enjoying the hot, hot weather. Well, there you go. All right, uh, Jeff in Albany. Well, I can't say that I have anything really going on it's really be a quiet week this week uh tomorrow I, i'm going to be going to uh get that booster shot for the COVID night whatever, whatever it's for COVID, and uh got to gonna spend some time with my oldest daughter meredith and have some have some lunch with her and uh see what's going on there and I'll, i don't think i'll have any real side effects i didn't have any real problems when i took the other two shots so i think we'll be okay but everything everything is good good here that's all i can say and we got nice weather i mean we're gonna have weather in the 70s almost 80 degrees by the end of the week so how can you how can you complain about that? Boy, that's that's going to that's going to keep you 
busy, and good luck on that uh, shot tomorrow, but it shouldn't be too bad, Chris and Dave Abbott. Speaking of that, Chris and Dave, um, what's been rocking your world the last week? Well, we did get our booster shots last Thursday from the Big Martin's Grocery Store Pharmacy. Got our teeth cleaned. Other than that, it's been pretty uneventful. Well, wait a minute, though. You're skipping over some serious details here. What happened to your June oven? And didn't you well, not get our a June, June oven? Last, what was it, Dave? Tuesday quit. It just quit. I mean, we couldn't open. The app said connecting, and then it said wouldn't connect, and everything we did was not right. It didn't work. I emailed the company. They wrote me back, told me to do this stuff involving the touch screen, so I had to call Ira. That didn't work either. We did it multiple times, probably like 20 times all total. That didn't work. So then they wanted a video. Well, that's quite fascinating because Dave had to take his phone and call Ira, and Ira had to watch my phone because they can't take videos. They can only take pictures. So they had to watch my phone and the oven screen, and they had to make sure my video stayed in focus and make sure I touched the right places on the screen. But we got it done. They wanted three videos. They got one, and I explained to them why, because it was very difficult to do, and I sent the video off to them once Dave figured out how to get it out of the cloud. But anyway, um, we did that, and the engineers had the spokesperson write back and say you know thank you we could see that was a lot of work (laughs) so at least that was acknowledged we have determined that it's not your fault Um, we will send you a new third gen June oven free of charge and they sent it out Thursday and we got it Sunday and we called Ira and because it's touch screen we had to have some help which I did point out if they would uh put a voice chip in the oven we wouldn't have that issue because it does have a speaker already but anyway we did get a new oven and we did get it set up thanks to ira on sunday afternoon and here again it it takes two of us to do that because it's really helpful if one person holds the phone with ira on it and the other person can do the screen much more easily than trying to hold the phone too very, very good. Dave, do you need to say anything before we move yeah, on? Yeah, Dave, tell them briefly about the plumbing issue. Oh, yeah. Well, <clears throat> Saturday, we had a major drain clog. <laughs> so that caused a problem and water all over the place and everything. So we spent, oh, an hour or so trying to figure out how we were going to open it up because the snake I had, it was broken. So, you know, we messed with it for an hour, and uh, I was doing my thing down in the basement where the problem was, and, and Chris I had Chris was my gopher, and she's running up and down the stairs probably about 50 times, turn the water on, turn it off, make it hot, make it cold. <laughs> so we finally, finally got it fixed. So, And now we have a snake. Because I ordered one. Yeah. So, what kind of rattler or a, a cobra? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so that they they kept busy. All right, Jeff, you. He said he had a snake, and he said, "Is it a rattler or a cobra?" Yeah. Yes. Okay. We've got yeah. Our, 
Do you want me to go to the hand spills? That was yeah, like, go to. Uh, do we have anybody else on that we've missed? Tim, Tim, Just Tim. Tim. Just Tim. Yeah. Oh, I guess I could say hello and uh, nice weather here today. It's supposed to get up to 65. Well, actually, it's supposed to rain, but we need it anyway. But 65, which is pretty darn nice for this time of year. And uh, um, everything's going pretty well, except uh, I think all of my... uh, no, no, I can't say that. I was going to say all my baseball teams have lost, but it's not really true. I'm rooting for the Giants, and I'm rooting for the Red Sox. So, Well, there you go. Well, if the Giants win tonight, they... They're in. Right. Yep. So, they're in. Well, you're going to be on the hot seat in just a little while here, so. Yeah, so, so you guys just, will get sick of hearing from me, so. So just just get relaxed, buddy. Just, just just get relaxed. Okay. Um, going to ask you, and Jeff will do a general reminder that if you're not talking please stay muted because when you talk it goes out over the air and we're recording this for the podcast and and we would really appreciate it if you would do that because we I will mute bring them and they unmute themselves right well, well i can then, change that you know but <laughs> right and the, the next time that happens then you you know what to do so Please, I'm just asking you kindly that if you're muted, then you need to stay muted until you're ready to speak, and we'll be glad to do it for you. No problem. But please. Okay. Uh, Jeff, let's start with hands, please. All right. We'll go with Joe Sorensen. Good morning, Joe and Ellen. Oh, hi. Good morning. This is Joe here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. 36 degrees. And they're talking about freeze warning up to 60 degrees. And the exciting life of Joe Sorensen screenplay. I have approved the script. And the most interesting thing, because of the poems we have in their poem biography, it is going to be a musical. So further details later, but... Things are, are on the way, so having a great day here. Yep, we're doing fine. Like Joe said, 36 degrees when we got up this morning, I'm not going, ooh, no, it's a good thing we have a good space heater in the bedroom because, and it's a new one, we just got that, we got it not long ago, because, and it's pretty safe. So we're, we're good with that. Very, very good. Very, very good. Well, we'll hear from you a little later. Yeah. Sure. Yep, we'll All hear right. from you. But, buddy, you're next out there in, wherever, in Buddy Land. I think I was fan. North Carolina, Carolina. Ahead, yeah. Asheville. Go ahead, buddy. There you go. Try good it now, morning, buddy. Jeff. Good morning, everybody. Um, I hope everybody can hear me. Uh, I think I'm unmuted. Um, you are. I'm having a good day. I'm like, I think we're supposed to live me in the seventies today. Can you hear me, Jeff? Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. We hear you. Okay. Okay. Um, I went to a Lions Club meeting um, 
since I've, the first time yesterday since I had my stroke. And uh, everything went well. I had a little bit of walking to do. That, that's a little bit difficult. And uh, I got my email straightened out. Uh, I turned the computer on. I, I got a Dell computer and I had it built. I got 32 gear RAM and uh, an i7 processor. And it's fast, but I had 32,000 messages to delete, so I had system access to do that for me. That's a lot of messages. So everybody, I hope everybody has a good day and uh, take care. And uh, good to hear from everybody. And we're doing, we're doing fine. Very good. You say hello to Marge. All right. Uh, Jeff, who's next? Uh, next is... Next is Allison in uh, Michigan. Go ahead, Allison. Unmute yourself, please. And then after Allison will be Gail. Go ahead, Allison. Good morning, everybody. It's Allison here. Um, We're all still doing good. Um, It's going to be in the low 60s the rest of this week, and I'm reading about the 2021 NFB convention. It's quite interesting. That's what I'm reading right now. Oh, is that the virtual convention they had last summer? Is that the one you're talking about, Allison? Yes. Okay. So you're reading. uh, Go ahead. Yeah. You asked me um, if I was familiar with the Windows 11, and I don't think my my computer is eligible for it. You're not missing anything. Um. The one I'm talking on now is not eligible for it, but my laptop was. But I don't think you're going to miss anything. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm that's just it's my... sort of like Windows 10. Yes. Yes, very similar. I don't similar. know if it has to do with the computer, but it seems a lot faster than Windows 10. It might be. I, I was going to say I have a feeling big problem with Windows 11 is the fact that it makes it a lot harder to switch browsers. Oh, to have I, that be your default browser. No, I didn't have that problem, Tim. Well, that's what I've read. But I switched from Edge to Brave and I was able to do it. Now, they questioned me one more time. You know, said, you know, stay with um, Edge, you know. Yeah. Now, my understanding, though, is for each, you have to, um, like, for each thing you wanted to do with your browser, like play MP3 uh, files or play FLAC files, you have to do each one of them separately but that's what I read I don't know now that may be true may not be true I haven't tested that out yet so I I I can't answer that one I'd be interested in getting a laptop and testing it out to see what it's like yeah I mean it's you know in your laptop or whatever the case may be I you know, I wasn't overwowed by it. It wasn't like switching from, you know, we went from uh, Windows XP to Windows 7. Windows 7. Yeah, that was the difference. Or, 
And I always thought in all my years of computing, Windows XP at the time, I'm not talking about now, but at the time was a pretty good system. So uh, that was very solid. But Windows 7 served us well, too. I think the only version of Windows was what, that was horrible that, that even even Microsoft admitted they should have never come out with was Vista. Well, Vista and maybe Millennium, and I think Windows 8.1 wasn't so great. But, you know, then they went to Windows 10. But, you know, I need to know more about it. I've only installed it two or three days ago, so I don't know. I'm not an expert on it, but I was able to navigate it quite well. The only thing I will tell you there is if, if you're interested in Internet Explorer and you're going to go to Windows 11, it's gone. Uh, yeah. So forget about it. Uh, and, you, and, and if anyone's running it right now, it really needs to go because it, it is so buggy with security flaws right now that they're really not updating it or, or doing anything to keep it going. So It's gone. Yeah. Now, I, the one thing I'm going to say real quick here is that if you like the the Brave browser, which is pretty fast and quick and secure, that you've got the old familiar Internet Explorer download type of thing. So in other words, the prompt comes up automatically and it puts you right in the download thing and you can download your file or whatever and you don't have to keep going F6 to get to another window and do this and that to to do your downloads. It it it's kind of nice. That that prompt is kind of nice. Have you noticed that, Jeff? Well, I don't have Windows 11, but uh no, this has nothing to do with Windows 11. It oh, has yeah, to do with the Brave yes, browser, it, yes. It does work, and I like it. Um, and, uh, you know, again, I like the Brave browser, and it's available on the iPhone, and I put it on my iPhone as well, and I like it as well. So, Yeah. All right, who's the next victim? Gail. Uh, Gail is next. All right, Gail. I'll hit that alt. There you go. I did hit Alt A already. Alt A, Alt A already. Um, yeah, hi everyone. Uh, it's good to be back. I had some uh, modem problems, so I couldn't do anything for a while. Well, I've got that squared away. Thank goodness. And uh, not doing too bad. I didn't have to go this month for a blood draw for my platelet thing, but I will be next month. But everything's going well for me uh, a lot of the way. I've been busy with between everything and everything else, and Wendy is still working out very well. Um, I have a question, though, for you. What do you think of... um, well, I have this doctor. She says she's a doctor, but she's uh, like a, a, an assi- a nurse's assi- or assistant of some kind. Uh, she wants me to come in for another, you know, to check out some things. But they, she, it sounded to me from what Wendy was saying, she's, she was talking about putting me on a total diabetic diet. And she says that I'm not getting enough exercise. She wants me to go to these diabetic classes and all this kind of thing. I don't want to be tied down to that kind of thing. I need a life of my own once in a while. What does every, what does, I just want some 
opinions on something like that? Well, I'll just say real quick, depending upon how much time it takes, if your diabetes is manageable and whatever the case, and you're doing real well, maybe, but not knowing your condition, that's a very hard question to answer. So, um, you know, any type of exercise or learning about your diabetes cannot hurt you. I don't no. think. I don't think it can hurt you. And I think time is relative. So, you know, I don't know. that. I guess that's a personal decision. Well, and like I said... Uh, and you're the I, only I, one that could lose by it. Yeah. And I, you know, I just had that question because sometimes th- this... Um, She's a nice enough person, She's, but she's not a doctor as such. She's like a, an assistant or something, like physician's assistant. And she didn't go through the whole thing as far as medical school. Right. Nice enough person. But, but, but Gail, you're going to find that more and more, because there's a shortage of doctors, you're going to find that more and more you're going to be treated with PEs. Because, I, I mean, my doctor just retired or left the practice that I have, and they, there isn't another doctor to replace that, that doctor now. And so the person that treats me is a, is a physician's assistant who is not just as good, if not better, than the doctor I had. Well, well maybe it depends on the person, too, I guess. Well, and the other thing is she's not going to be conducting the diabetes classes. That's going no. to be done by somebody else. She's just referring you uh, to go on. So she's not going to be the one. And I think it's pretty standard. Um I was sent to a diabetes class. It's not like, you know, you've got a lifetime commitment going here. I don't think there's that many classes. Um, So, but I think that's something you and the doctor, and it's a personal decision. I I was just kind of wondering about that. You know, like, Wendy sets up my, my medications. I don't have that many. She sets that up. But for it's me. more than just medication; it's lifestyle to help I manage diabetes and keep your sugars. And that's yeah. what it, it helps. It helps gives you an idea if you at least go to one class because it gives you an idea of what the kinds of things you can eat. And if you have questions, they can help you because there's there's a little science to it about keeping your proteins so they can't balance the sugar and things like that so that you can eat a lot of things that you want to eat and just do it the right way. But again, the nurse is giving you advice. It's up to you whether you take it or not take it. We still have freedom of choice in this country. So if you don't want to go to the diabetic classes, that's certainly your decision. They can't that's, force you. But they she's can't giving, force anything. She's giving you advice that's probably good advice, Gail. Yeah, but you know, the I don't know. I, I'm thinking it over, you know, and like like I said, I'd have to, if I have to memorize a whole bunch of stuff. Well, it's, just it's stuff. life's tough, Gail. I guess it's just tough. But it's a, it's yeah. a lifestyle change, Gail. Either you want to live or you want to die. That's, that, that's the only question. And I'm sorry to be critical about it, but, you know, you have to make the decisions of what's best for you. But you don't want to. You don't want to ignore it and not do the right thing so that you have to go on dialysis and have the risk of kidney failure and all the things that happen if you just medicate for it and don't watch it and try to control it with diet either. And I can tell you right now. many people go down that road. And Jennifer, I I can can tell you. Oh, well. 
I can tell you that because I have a very good friend of mine who lives out in North Carolina who is on dialysis and is going to be on dialysis for the rest of his life. And if you think that's that that's easy, it's a lifestyle change that you have to deal with. And he's on dialysis three, dialysis three days a week. So uh, what Jennifer is saying is quite true. Okay, well, I you think I diabetic just, classes are yeah. bad. Try that. that yeah, I think, yeah. Five hours, three times a day, week. I think Gail wanted to say something and then we'll. And then, then I then, then I'll then I'll leave. But I mean, I'm, I'll still listen. But I, you know, the the thing of it is, I just I have someone that's helping me with these. You know, she sets this this up for me as far as, and I don't have that many medications, that stuff. And then of course for my platelet thing, the Promacda for the platelets. And th- by the way, my platelets are good. I don't have. I go next month for a blood draw to see how they're doing and if I need to go back on it or if I'm for, for the past couple of months I've been doing great very good uh, I guess Gail I'll leave you with this comment sometimes it takes a village it takes a whole team it takes Wendy it might take this person and this person to all work together to help you so good yeah. luck in whatever you decide to do thank, thank you, you very much for your moral support though I I have been appreciating everyone's moral support, you know, ever yeah. since this whole thing. And even, you know, I just appreciate it all. All right. Good. Thank you, Gail. Keep up all the right. good work. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. We have still have four hands here. Go all ahead, right. Bill. Your next bill out in Chicago, Illinois. What's going on out there in the in the Windy City? Yeah, it's about 60 degrees here. It's supposed to go to 70, close to 80 for the weekend. Rain this afternoon. And... Uh, Dave, I got the same problem. I got a plumber waiting for him to come. I got a drain plugged up. I can't get it because it's an old house and it has what you call a barrel trap. And I don't have the wrench to take the big plate off to get the barrel trap open to, to run out the drain. So I'm waiting the plumber to come for that. And not too much else going on except it's going to be had a lot of rain. And Gail, follow the advice, whatever they tell you, because it's not fun if you got to go dialysis. The wife had surgery, and she had to go dialysis after that for a while. And three days a week, four, four or five hours every day is not fun when you got to give up five hours of your day, three days a week. And that's, that's about really the only thing is, oh, Jeff, on the NFE uh, convention that they had, there is a real interesting story on there that is audio. It's by, it's about, I forget the name of the title, but it's by Simone, uh, what's her name? Simone Liebstra. She is a girl that was born in 1930, and she, and she was a, well, her, her family and her professed Jehovah Witness. But it's just an interesting story of her life during the German occupation of France, and she was shipped off to Germany to a, to a camp to change her thinking and all kinds of stuff. It's really interesting. You Thank find you. It, it's on the Saturday schedule, I think it's at 10 o'clock in the morning. And it has it in audio and it also has in video. So if your daughter or somebody wanted to see it, you could click on the video part and they can hear the same thing and see it. Good Thank stuff. you. Thank you very much. It was really interesting. Thank and you, Bill. All right. Next on the uh, next on the agenda is uh, out in Kansas City, Missouri, is Pamela Francis. Can you please unmute yourself? Good morning, everyone, and happy middle of the week, happy middle of October. Into the- My kids got back from Puerto Rico. 
on Southwest. As we all know, Southwest has had their issues. <clears throat> they flew down there on Thursday, and I was scared to death that yesterday being Tuesday, the 12th, that they were going to not make it home, but they did. They, they got home, they did their first anniversary down there, and are home in one piece. As as for our weather, it's rainy. It's, we, yeah. It's going to be decent today, but by Friday it's supposed to be cold. Thank you, Pam. And, I, and, and also, also, if, uh, Gail, I'm not diabetic, but I have been through the classes twice for someone else who, who was. And I can tell you that it is well worth your time. Very good, Pam. Thank you, Pam. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to break the order a little bit because I know I just got a message from him. He's short time. JR, can you unmute yourself, please? I know you have short time. So can you unmute yourself, please? There you go. Try it now, JR. Hello, guys. How's everybody doing? Good. We're doing good. Oh, great. I uh, just wanted to say quickly that I downloaded Windows 10. Um, kind of wish I waited a, a little while on doing it. Um, I'm having problems with a lot of my peripherals not working. And so, um, although, you know, the things that I thought would be no problem, but they're, they're not, uh, they're not working the way they should. You mean Windows and 11? Windows 11, yes. Yep. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, I've, I've done it and, you know, um, you know, just I think uh, the new volume control um, looks is so much different than the old than Windows 10. Um, and it's there's it's uh, it's got all the same stuff, but it's it's from what I understand the look of it is, is totally different, and and uh, believe me, it's not acting right. So if you have uh, peripherals, um, you know, such as scanners. Um, USB headsets, things like that that you're using. Um, right now, I would stay clear from Windows 11 until they do some work on that. That you know type of subject. That's my thoughts, and uh, mm-hmm. hope everybody's having a great day. And uh, Gail, yeah, <laughs> diabetic diabetic education is is a great thing. So um, don't skimp out on it. Um, believe me, so, wearing the so- exact. So, Jerry, when I see you at Topps Diner, Topps, Topps Diner on Friday, I should make sure that you follow your diet properly. Is that what I'm to do? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm right. <laughs> you got tell me another thing, Jr. <laughs> well, it's, I'll tell you, it's, you're right. It's, I should be taking better care of myself, and you know, because obviously, I don't want to. Nobody wants to end up like like our friend down in North Carolina, because that's that's a life that I would not want to live. And he will tell you himself that he doesn't want to live that kind of life. JR, thank no. you very much. I know you're on short time. Thank you very much. By the way, if you're going to get some coffee, get one for me, okay? Thanks, JR. All right, did. next on our list is Beth Moline. Oh, my God, we got and, and we got Julie after Beth. Okay, Beth, can you unmute yourself, please? You are unmuted. Go ahead. Great, great. Morning, everyone. I'm thinking about those diabetic... Well, I actually haven't done the diabetic classes, but I've done, I've gone in and met with a dietitian 
and the diabetic nurse, and they've been wonderful. I do that at least once a year, sometimes maybe maybe twice a year, but they've been just excellent with me. And I record the meetings too. I bring my Victor Stream in with me and record those meetings, and then I got refreshers afterwards. So everything so far is going good. I still eat the same things that I like to eat. I'm just trying to do things in moderation, though, so that I don't cause myself any trouble. And I, I sure don't want to go on dialysis. Also, there's there's just there's things going with them. Um, well, well I, I know I do have Winamp. I'm doing better with it now. I just have to learn how to create bookmarks. Maybe I'll have to record some instructions for that. Tim, I was going to call you about that the other day. I'm sorry I forgot on Monday. <laughs> I'm sure either one of us can show you what to do with with bookmarks on Winamp. In fact, we may cover it uh, in an upcoming show real briefly. So that's a good idea, Beth. Oh, that'd be terrific. And, you know, I, I was in here earlier for a little while, and then sometimes it, it seemed like I, it was coming, it was turning off, or something was going wrong, and then I heard my computer, I heard the screen reader say, your um, Internet is unstable, and then I ended up having to update and restart my computer. Thank God I did it that way, because there wasn't much of an update today, but it still updated, though. And yeah, it happens. It does, and I can respect that. <laughs> it happens. Thank you, Beth. Um, is there anybody else, Jeff? We have Julie. Julie McCullough is next, and I just asked her to unmute herself. So can you unmute yourself, please, Julie? Yes, I am here. Go ahead. We got you. Go uh, ahead. Um, uh, yeah, Beth... Uh, Dale, I definitely recommend the diabetic classes. I'm not diabetic, but I went with my roommate. And if you pay attention the first time, they probably won't invite you to have to go again. But if you don't pay quite as much attention, they may invite you back for a little more remedial. And what, well, what Virginia did, she went individually to see the diabetic educators. So that was okay. She didn't have a class full of people, but. Um, she just went and met with her individually, and I don't know if that's how it's usually done or not. Um, but but yeah, I you know it doesn't take that much time to do it if you if transport getting there isn't a problem, and um, it, it'll sure beat what you'll have to do if you have to go through dialysis because that'll be a no choice thing if you want to live, and that is you know four or five hours three times a week so if you think you don't have wouldn't have a life with a diabetic educator you really wouldn't have one with dialysis and about pa the first pa i had i thought was absolutely wonderful because he took lots of time and explained things better than many doctors do and um you know and pas can can prescribe medications and and so it's it's okay and they're you know, some of them may be trained a little differently and have kind of a better, sometimes patient manner with folks. So a PA is just fine. 
saved my life. That's all I'm going to tell you. Last year, or this year, when I was here at the Naples Hospital, or my doctor, and she was the one that kept persisting because she thought something was wrong with my heart and pushed it and pushed it until she got something done about it. So I'll take a PA or whatever they're called anytime. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh, and I had a doctor, this PA, the one I had, uh, Julie, did not treat me any differently because I couldn't see, because I made sure of that, and she was as nice as could be, and I can tell you that uh, that uh, my doctor, you said it a long time ago before he retired, when I, and I used this doctor for like 20 years, and he said to me, Jeff, you are handicapped, but, you're, but you're, you aren't handicapped. You, you, you're as good as anyone else, and if the doctor doesn't treat you the way you think you're being treated, go to another doctor go find someone else and the other thing he said to me and the biggest thing he said to me and i think bill you would agree with this is is if you don't advocate for yourself no one else will advocate for you so you have to advocate for yourself 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year and i want to remind gail that that uh, diabetic education is not just about medications so um Wendy knows how to deal with medications. She may not know a lot about diabetic diets. She may. But, um, you know, it, it doesn't hurt to go. And, and, and consider it a nice outing. Very, very good. And you're right. So right, Julie. You know, I always say it, and I, it's the worst advice I could tell people. I always say I always say if it says low fat, no fat, reduced fat, it always tastes terrible. But I know it. But I know it really is healthy to eat better. So I know that already. All right, Bill. <clears throat> the only one I think Nancy's hand is raised. Okay, Jeff. How are we doing on the hands? Did you say? That's it. Okay. Uh, we're we're getting ready to go to Tim's interview. Um, oh, I want to answer this question real quick. I got a question last week from Casey, and I sit down and I thought about it, and I, I didn't think an email answer was sufficient. He has an iPhone 10XR and is wanting to update either to a new iPhone or to go with an Android. Well, I will just say to you, Casey, um, no problem in going to an Android. They're, they're, they're very equal nowadays. If you're using Braille a lot and depend upon Braille, then probably stay away because their Braille support is not quite as good as the iPhone. But if you're just using audio and you like a good sound of a phone and a a well-performing phone and you don't mind paying less money for the Android phone, you can probably go that way because you will have all of your features and everything that you want to have. But just remember, if Braille is important, I would urge you, if you're using Braille displays and using that kind of thing, then I would urge you to probably stay with the iPhone. But um, you can still bank, you can still run all of your apps, and most of them, there are some apps that are 
tremendously better on the Android. But then again, there are some apps um, that are very, very, very good on the iPhone 2. But could you make the switch? Yes. Could you make it safely? Yes. Can you be productive? Yes. Do you need to do some work? Yes. Can you save some money and the latest model and the features and the way you can do things and close all apps at one time, your GPS, your um, scanning programs like Lookout are just outstanding. You won't find that on the iPhone. But if you want the familiarity of what you've had on the iPhone and... You you can get very close to comparable scanning programs on the um, you know on the iPhone versus the Android, but just a few problem a uh, few apps are just outstanding. But um, you you're going to be comfortable either way you go. Uh, they are coming out with a new Google. Um, a new Google Pixel in the next week. So I would stay tuned and listen to that because that's a flagship phone. Samsung has a quite a variety of phones that you can pick or use, and they have excellent sound. But if you want the familiar and you're used to that, then go right ahead with your iPhone and feel very good about it. So that's all I'm going to say on that. I will urge Joe and Nancy to unmute themselves because we're we're going to are going to um, conduct themselves, you know, to conduct the interview. So um, I guess Jeff. Uh, we'll we'll start the interview do you want to start the first question with with uh, Tim Wani well you want Nancy are you talking to Nancy Bill I'm sorry no I want you oh me okay I'll do the first one I'll I'll give it to Nancy who does a lot better than I do but Tim let me ask you a question tell me about where you were born and, and where you grew up initially Whoops, there. That should work. I was born in Minneapolis. um, And um, lived here most of the time, except for um, when I went to college. I went to Mankato State, which is... Mankato is about uh, 90 miles southwest of here. And uh, then... I for about a year I lived in Lincoln, Nebraska, and uh, that was because my ex-wife got a job down there as a teacher, and so uh, those are the places I've lived. Otherwise, it's been well. I now live in Robbinsdale, which is a suburb of Minneapolis. Okay, okay. Tim. Um would you like to tell us about your education? 
Yeah, I uh, I went to well, nursery school and kindergarten were here in Minneapolis. Kindergarten was at a public school, Motley School, but it was actually for blind people. Um, they had a special kindergarten class. I mean, it was it was actually a mainstream kindergarten class. It's just that they used that one school for all the blind kids <coughs> from the Minneapolis area. Or, well, actually, there were two schools that they did that with. But well, there were other young blind children in your class as well, or were yeah. you the only one? No, I, there were others. Um, one of them was actually, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the big R or uh, Randy. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, there were a, a few others that some people might know, but not too many. Anyway, uh, and I went there. Actually, they did a split kindergarten class, so they had us go two years. So I started nursery school when I was three and then kindergarten when I was four and five, and then I went to first grade when I was six. First grade was at the Minnesota, well, first through ninth grade, I went to the Minnesota Braille School, which is now the Minnesota Academy for the Blind. And uh, I was, I'm really glad I did that because um, I, uh, I got a lot of things that I don't think I would have gotten or at least gotten very wouldn't have been done very well with public schools um, especially physical education and swimming um, which I I love swimming so (laughs) Um, and uh, then I in 10th grade I transferred to Minneapolis public school system and went to Washburn High School, which would have been my local school, the one that was in my neighborhood. And what uh, extracurricular activities were you involved in at the at the school for the blind? Oh, band and choir, and I tried my hand at wrestling, but I think. Bill probably did a lot better at wrestling than I did. So. No, I didn't do so well, Tim. <laughs> I didn't. Do and what made what made you what made your parents uh, decide to pull you out of the school for the blind? Or maybe you asked for them to do that. What was the impetus for that? I pretty much asked them to do that, um, and it was because I didn't feel like I was getting the education that I wanted there. I thought that it was going in a way I didn't like as far as um, they had a lot of multiply handicapped students and I have nothing against that but I didn't feel like they were putting as much emphasis on regular education that way and so that was the reason I ended up leaving and actually was glad I did. I ran into some extremely good teachers in my high school as far as especially my physics and geometry teacher. He was, he ended up 
So was it hard to make the transition as far as books and things like that from from the blind school to public school? The worst thing about it was um, the first year I took biology, and I didn't get a lot of my books for biology until the first semester of school was done. <laughs> how, how was the attitude of the teachers to you being a, being a totally blind individual and being with all the sighted people in the school? They were good. We had, uh, there were actually three of us, three blind people in this, in my high school. Um, and they were all, we were all in the same grade. And okay, anyway, this is Joe here. Tim, since I know you, I want to bring out a little, I want to go backwards a little bit because you were born August 6, 1954, the same birthday that I have. And I was, I think, pretty close to West Cottage. But what I want to ask you about is I would be tuning down on my AM radio dial and I would hear these little kids talking away. So uh, tell us about the team of you and Steve doing your first things in radio. <laughs> well, I did, uh, we had, uh, actually what they were were a baby monitor. And it was made by a company called Masco. And you guys probably would know Masco better. It's, um, Masco, well, Masco Industries became Bearcat. Um, but anyway, they were uh, a little AM transmitter, and all they had was a microphone in, in built into it. And, uh, of course, back then we didn't know about hooking up to... <laughs> record players or recorders so we just put the microphone up by the speaker but we did that and uh, yeah that was kind of how I got my start in radio and doing radio things I uh, I went to uh, how old were you when you did this Tim how old were you well we actually my roommate had one of those um, when I was in I was in first grade. I I didn't do as much with it until I got to probably be in second and third grade. And then we had, um, by the time I was in oh, fourth and fifth grades, we ended up actually doing things like a, a radio station. I'm sure they were terrible. <laughs> the way they sounded but but it was fun and it was how I got my interest started well I I, I can't say that totally I, I was always interested in radio from probably when I was about three or four I know uh, you know I always I had my first radio when I was five that was actually my own. And I remember I have a recording of my dad when they gave it to me for Christmas saying, don't take it apart now, Timmy. <laughs> you know, let's, let's, let's go back a little bit, Tim. I want to tell, tell me about your folks, because I, I understand that they were also visually impaired, if I'm not mistaken. So tell me a little bit about your parents. Yeah, they were, and they went to the rail school also. 
and they both graduated in 1945. Um, my dad was the was a state champion wrestler, and that was part of the reason he wanted me to get into wrestling. <laughs> um, I, I think I kind of disappointed him there, but because uh, uh, did terrible, and I think I only won one match. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, and he, uh, uh, they, they, um, wanted me to go to the Braille school because it was their school and that kind of thing, and, and also knew it was a, a pretty good education for music, which I was interested in, um, and I think they were pretty happy with that little like I said, my dad was a little disappointed in the wrestling thing, but the music thing that I got into, I, they enjoyed. I, I Were you a Braille music reader? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't think I could do it now. Well, they've changed it quite a bit with UEB and stuff. Uh, <laughs> I haven't touched Braille music for quite a few years. I, re- I remember we, we came to visit you at Mankato State College, my uh, wife, Ginny, at that time, passed on, and, and Bill Morse, chief announcer at KUOM, and we, we, we watched you do your show, spinning those uh, 45s in, and I believe the student announcer then, and I think you said you did some work at, at KYSM after that, or somewhere in, in between, or how, how did that, that work? Yeah, I ended up getting a summer job at KYSM. Well, it kind of started out as an internship, but then I stayed on until they decided to drop overnight programming on FM. Actually, on both AM and FM, that's right. They um, they were um, doing split programming on AM was rock and FM was country. And so I was kind of there... I did a lot of uh, some on-air work, although not as much, and then a lot of uh, production work and things like that. I ended up getting to uh, do the production of the Vikings Report, which um, the reason we did the Vikings Report was the Vikings um, did training camp in Mankato, and um, Joe McConnell and the whole crew would come down to the studio and do a report every day on how training camp was going and stuff like that. And I recorded a lot of those. That was that was a lot of fun, especially meeting Joe McConnell, who was still, I would say, one of my favorite announcers. From Indiana, too, Tim. Yeah, he is from Indiana. He, uh, worked, he used to do the Boilermakers basketball on WBAA. I'm sure Bill probably remembers that. Mm-hmm. Now, anyway, let, 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 let's go forward. How did you get to be a legend at the legend? Bill said you, you were actually one of the first ones, so you and Bill teamed up in, in other words. So. Well, hang on. I want to I go back a little bit because I know that you've had uh, a pretty good, a pretty long career with Kodak. So tell us about Kodak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I um, Well, I started out... I always joke about this. I worked for 
seven different companies, well, actually sort of nine, but but seven real official companies in the same building. I started out with Peco Photo, and uh, they got bought by Brown, Brown Photo, and then uh, ended up being bought by uh, Black's Camera in Toronto, which... Uh, I have to make a comment on that. Um, this is pretty funny because we had a bunch of commercials done for Bet Black's photography, I should say. And uh, all the commercials were done by um, the group Wham. And um, they sing, they um, were kept talking about film processing. <laughs> and so they end up having to do all those commercials over again because people in the United States didn't know what processing was. <laughs> How many years were you with Kodak or with the photo doing the photo work? Uh, twenty six or twenty, almost twenty seven. Was it for a hospital or what kind of an? Who did what was the um, photography for? It was regular. Uh, pictures, people's pictures that they brought in for processing and uh, we had um, all different kinds of processes, ectochrome, kodachrome, and color print processing and I ran for a, a lot of the time I ended up running a lot of the processors um, so that would have been darkroom work and then mm. later on things got to be um, well I guess sighted person friendly so they had machines that you actually ran in the light um, still helped I was still better at it than a lot of the <laughs> sighted people so was it all timing or did you have some way of knowing how the pictures were turning out oh no it's it's mostly timing it's um, like uh, what what they did back then was splice all the rolls of film together. Each person's roll would be spliced onto the next person's roll, and then they would be wound up on a big reel. And that reel was run through the film processor, starting with the uh, developer and, and going all the way through all the different tanks that it had to go through just like a big uh, long chain and then it would wind up on in the light on another reel and then they would have to cut them all apart and print them or whatever or uh, mount the slides depending on what kind of film it was but how did you you couldn't quality check the work that you did was there someone who would quality check the work so that the film looked good I mean obviously I mean, I'm, I know nothing about this, so that's why I'm asking that question. Oh yeah, they had they had quality checkers that did that all the time, um, and they had you know both printing the people that would check the actual film coming off the processor, and of course we had to run tests all the time. I mean, like every hour or so sure the chemistry was in balance and things like that and I took a 
uh, chemistry, photochemistry class. Um, I don't remember half of it now, but <laughs> it was pretty interesting. I also took a color um, class that taught you all about what colors are what and, and how they relate to each other and things like that. Well, when you get out of college, I... I know but your application wasn't necessarily to go into the world developing film. Did you uh, did you attempt to go into radio or, or attempt to try to go into broadcasting? And did you or did you find that you were stonewalled like a lot of other blind people are? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I applied for a number of different jobs, and the closest I ever got was I applied for a job at, in Lincoln, Nebraska, and they ended up finding another person that uh, I have to admit when I heard him was, was better than me <laughs> so <laughs> a lot so uh, I they found him <laughs> but uh, anyway um, ended up getting a job down there as uh, in, in a home for retarded adults which it wouldn't be called that nowadays but um, anyway doing a lot of work with people in uh, activities and things like that. Uh, was broadcasting your major in college, or uh, what ex- What was your actual major? Yeah, it was broadcasting, and actually, while I was in school there, it got changed to mass communications, but it still was mm. broadcasting, although we had... When they did that, it... it added more classes and things that we had to do, like um, um, I took a, a film editing class which was way different than that would be nowadays but <laughs> and uh, oh, I remember having to do the uh, sound effects for some of the plays that they did in the, uh, for you know the, the, oh. the plays that they produced I thought of a question. How how did you meet Laura? What were the circumstances? Oh, yeah, Laura, who is my wife, we've been married literally 36 years in November. And uh, she uh, applied and got the job as secretary of the NFB of Minnesota. Oh, yeah, I remember. And uh, so... Uh, we, well, I, I did a lot of work down at the office there, so I would run into her a lot, or see her a lot down there, and uh, uh, not sure what exactly got us deciding to go out, but she actually sort of asked me out, <laughs> and we went out on June fourth and uh, of nineteen eighty five, and. Um, dated for a couple months and then I we ended up getting engaged on September 8th 1985 and the only reason I mentioned that day is that's also September 8th 1989 was the day that Maggie came to our home um, our first daughter we're going to ask that question Tim once you had gotten married did you make a conscience decision where if if I'm 
incorrect here. Please, please correct me. But didn't you adopt both of your children? And was there a specific reason that you adopted disabled children? And, and I congratulate you and commend you for the work that you've done with the, those children. Um, but you can pick up the story. Well, yeah, we we kind of said, and actually we started out kind of possibly hoping to adopt a blind child. Um, I probably know more about raising a blind child than most sighted people would. <laughs> and I still think that's true. But anyway, uh, um, and we almost did. Um, there were a couple of situation checked into but um, ended up uh, finding out about Maggie through um, Hennepin County their adoption services and we discussed it and they both both of our kids have Down syndrome which is um can be pretty serious as far as the way it affects kids as far as or people as far as retardation and things like that um, and I always get uh, well kind of annoyed but not really with people that say oh all Downs kids are down kids I should say are um you know, lovable and all that. Well, I would say Maggie and Sammy are more opposite than most families or most kids that I've seen. <laughs> um, anyway, they uh, we, we just decided that uh, there were certain disabilities that we could deal with and we did a lot of reading about different disabilities and down syndrome was one of them um, and uh, the only one that we decided that we probably couldn't handle we did a lot of reading about kids that had fetal alcohol fetal alcohol syndrome and I just didn't think that I would be able to deal with that that much so that's kind of how we. So got how old was Maggie when she came? Six weeks. So we we got our start very young with her, and then Sammy was about nine months. So you've dedicated your life to raising these children because it's not just a well. I'll take off today and I'll go do this and do that. It's pretty much a seven-day proposition, I yeah, would guess. Yeah, I would say that's, that's true. I, uh, you know, we we um, still um, are, they're still in our home. Um, Maggie is 32, Sammy is 27, um, and we actually were working on 
having them, um, we, we hope that they will end up in a group home situation someday. Um, and we were working on it and getting close to it before the COVID thing. And uh, <laughs> that's kind of put a stop to that. A lot of group homes aren't accepting anybody and um, just aren't right now for them to go. So. Would you have them in the same group home? And I'm going to double this with another question. Uh, are there special medications directly used for uh, adults with Down syndrome? Not necessarily. Sammy has, in fact, actually Maggie does not take anything except a multiple vitamin. Uh, but uh, Sammy takes stuff for anxiety, which I guess is sort of, or could be related to Down syndrome, but they aren't even sure if that's what it is or not. But she is quite, uh, quite anxious. I go back to when she was young, like, uh, I think about seven or eight she uh, was playing around and we had the stove was lit or no I think she actually turned the stove on because she was waving a piece of paper over the burner and it caught on fire and she decided the best thing to do with that was to throw it away <laughs> so it uh it uh, caught the garbage on fire and ended up melting all the plumbing underneath. We had PVC plumbing, so I got to replace all that. And oh, that's an expensive proposition. No. Well, I did it myself, so I at least I had that going for me, but it still was not a fun job. How, 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 how fun... Um, how do I say this? I, I'm, and if I'm getting too personal, please tell me. How function? How can these uh, your children function as today at thirty two and twenty seven? Well, Maggie and they're both in a, what's called the day program, which has them doing some job type things, although they're very limited as far as how long they they work and things like that. Although Maggie is much more attentive than Sammy as far as her job goes. Um, I would say Maggie works oh, how long? I'd say a lot of times six hours a day. And she does, they do, they have certain jobs that they hire out for. Um, like Maggie does cars they actually package um, greetings, greeting cards um, and she's been doing that for quite a few years and really likes it and then Sammy she ends up doing quite a few different jobs and I, I think some of that's because of her attentiveness and, mm -hmm. and uh, things like that but she's uh, she does um uh, folding laundry and uh, 
which I wish she'd do at home. Yeah. <laughs> she could come up with a my place, believe me. Yeah. Tim, uh, oh, go ahead. I, I'm going to ask you, because we're starting to get up against against the clock, but I want you to take your time to answer this one, because I get asked this question more than any other question about you. How did you come to the legend, or how did the legend find you? I'll let you tell your version and what your listeners mean to you and what you mean to them. I think it kind of started with... uh well, Randy Rusnak suggested that I get to know Bill. And this was back in, I think, late 2004 or early 2005. I'm not sure. But uh, said that he had this website, um, you know, show of radio stations and things like that, which, of course, I've been interested in all the time. And uh, so I did, and, uh, you know, I I hate to say it, but I'm not totally sure how the legend really got started or how how you decided to go with it, but um, I know we started doing that thing with, um, I wasn't really talking, oh, oh, it's for the people, no? Whatever it was, yeah, Yeah, for the people, people. right. And uh, so I was, we were doing a, kind of a, a show on, uh, on For the People. Right. And then we started simulcasting it on The Legend when Bill got The Legend up and running, which was, what did we say, May? May, of, May 15th, we believe. Yeah, 20, I mean, 19. 2005? 2005, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, that's kind of how I got started, and I ended up starting the doing the Thursday night show. Never recorded any of them until, oh, I think I recorded a couple for my birthday when I took my birthday off. <laughs> Things like that. In 2006, I think, was the first one I would have recorded. You started the Thursday night show, I remember, and man, we were lucky if we had one or two listeners. Don't you remember yeah. that? Yep, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, and so you went along there and did that, and then when did the day show start? Did Jay's show, was it first, or did you? I think Jay might have been before me, but I'm not sure of that. I'm not remembering that so much either. Yeah, because I remember we used to listen to Jay on Skype. You and I would be on Skype all the time to make sure that he was broadcasting. Because he would call me and tell me, oh, Jay's broadcasting to himself again. More often than we would like. But you did that, and then, of course, <laughs> Doug came along and Chris and the the... The rest is history. And real quickly, and then we got a question from Gary. Then we're going to switch to Walmart. Then we're going to take a trip to Walmart. Um, so, um, what are your 
you have built up a bond. I mean, I've done your show several times now, and you've built up a unique bond with these listeners. And they have a love for you. Is it because, A, you play their requests? Uh, are you real personal with it? What, what makes your listeners, what makes you connect with them? Sort of, I was going to say, I wish I knew. <laughs> no, I, uh, no, I, I don't know. It's probably all oh, back when years ago they used to call it personality radio, and I still enjoy that kind of radio. And wish more stations would do it, but I guess it's probably, you know, something that probably wouldn't go over nowadays. Um, I think one of the things that you really contribute, Tim, you are very warm, and um, the sincerity mm-hmm. always comes through, and your listeners pick up on that, and um, like it or not, I think a lot of women find your voice very seductive. Um, you know, it's, it's a, well, you know, it's one of those, it's a smooth, you know, we have a very smooth-sounding voice very compelling to listeners and it's natural you don't do anything to to change it in any way and people notice that so um, and that's just compliments from this end as a listener but I know that other listeners see that in you all right. Thanks, well, he Nancy. He doesn't get rattled. Yeah. He's always pretty unstoppable. Right. This is very, very I mean, true. There have, been, there, have been, there have been times when I thought, how can you <laughs> just not lose your patience? And he's very calm. And Let's take a quick question from Gary. Um, Gary, can you unmute yourself? I'm, go ahead, Gary. Yeah, I, I will agree with what Nancy said about Tim's voice. It's a very nice, soothing voice. Turns you on, yeah. does it, Gary? No, not me. No, I know some women that it does turn. Okay, I've been sworn to secrecy about that. Okay, I thought so. um, (laughs) Well, one thing I like about listening to Tim is the way he does his sets, because you know sometimes he'll kind of go on a little theme here and there, and I always, you know, wonder where he's going to go. So you know, when I listen, it's I'm listening to see what he's going to play next. You know, because he may be playing a song I don't like. So I figure, what's he going to play next? Because chances are it'll be you know something that i like and he he plays a lot of great stuff so i really over the years enjoyed listening uh to tim i i want to thank tim for being able to do some of his shows and widening my music variety and thank you to his listeners for that that is a that is a great thing. Tim, you want to say one final thing before we wrap up and get to Chris and Dave's demo? Well, just to say that I uh, encourage people to listen to my shows. <laughs> uh, 11 to 1 Eastern, Monday through Friday, except I know I've been taking a lot of days off lately, but that's <laughs> no thanks to my shoulder rehab which uh, is going well. so We're there for you, buddy. So Should be done soon. And then also my Thursday night show from 8 to 10 Eastern, which actually I 
I hate to say it, but that's my favorite show. I really enjoy doing the uh, yeah, and, and, especially when we get off on time, right, Tim? Well, yeah, nah, you guys, I enjoy all things radio, so that's all right. I, uh, I've kind of thought about starting doing a countdown at least once or twice a week during the day. Mm. And I don't know what people think of that, but it's just a thought. And just a thought. We thank you. We thank the, the guest panelists. We thank everybody for participating in this part of it. Nancy, Joe, thank you to all the people that stepped up and talked. And, and Tim, when we get back, there's a call there for from Debbie that I meant to get to, oh. but we've been kind of busy here. Chris and Dave, are you still there? And what have we got coming up here? We're here, and um, we had some questions about Walmart's demo. I mean, Walmart, the Walmart app. And um, so what we did was an update on the Walmart app, which hopefully can answer some questions and I will say that if you're dealing at checkout with an EBD card, I can't really help you with that because we don't have one of those, so I can't demo that. But we are going to try to get you even some more additional help. So we'll run this demo, and then we'll come back, and any questions, and Chris will do her recipe. Because if we don't get a recipe on, I'm in trouble. So, there we go. Good morning, everyone. It's time now for another exciting demo. And today, we have had a request to do a demo with the Walmart app and updated um, the updated version of the Walmart demo app because it has changed and so i'm just going to turn this over to chris and say take it away okay so you go to the app store or the google play store and you download the app and you allow notifications allow location whatever you want to do just like any other app and then you create an account which you'll need your email, you'll need a password, you'll need to put in a credit card or some kind of PayPal or some, they'll need a, a, a payment, a way to pay. So whatever your preferred method is, that's what you'll need to identify. So once you get that done, you're ready to go shopping. Now, it used to be that you would choose hallway cart. You'd go to the hallway and you'd pick your cart for groceries or you'd pick your cart for Walmart.com. And actually, I kind of liked that better, but they have changed it. It's all in one now. So I'm going to open the Walmart app. I've already got a couple things in the cart. And I'm going to go to, when you first open the app, once you get all set up, you see things like, Walmart. wrong place. There we go. 
you see your name. Member since 2019. Your card contains three items. Hi, Chris. That's at the very top right there. Your card contains three items. The estimated total is 34. Member since 2019. I'm just swiping to the right with one finger. Search Walmart. Search field. If you go on down past the search, I'm going to come back to that, but... Scan. Button. You can scan an item. Marvel Mania is here. Reorder your essentials. Heading. Shop my items. Reorder your essentials. Button. Great value 2%. Reduce. Add to cart. Great value 2%. Purdue ground chicken. Add to cart. Black plums. Add to cart. Red potatoes. Add to cart. Red potatoes. You see things Five like pounds that. Bag. that Page 2 of 11. Yeah, Page 1 of 11. Or things they suggest. But I'm going to go back up here to the search. Altoon is a person-ter. Button. I want to finish this. Now you have scan. Button. Right after the Altoon scan, is Button. You have your store. Ours happens to be Altoon Supercenter. Free delivery with Walmart Plus. Free delivery with Walmart Plus. See times. Button. And see times. You can look at the times. I generally don't do that till after I get my cart and get ready to place the order. Your order is delayed. Check back for update. See more. Progress. Delete. View all orders. Button. Okay, that is an order that they're shipping. Use a three-finger swipe to view next slide. Shop now. Okay. Autumn-inspired baking. Get your fall fix with back-in-season flavors like pumpkin spice. Button. Then you get to categories, and then you get on down to where I was a minute ago with all the different items and add to cart. These are just categories you can go into if you want to. But right now, I'm interested in filling up my cart. Page one of the... I'm going to go to the search. Altoona's free delivery. See times. Your order is check back for your for, uh, scan. Search Walmart. Search field. Search field. Is edited. Five recent searches returned. I, search field. I is was editing. not search in, Walmart. in the search. Word mode. Insertion point at start. I was not in the search field. So, and I swiped the wrong way. So I swiped back to the left quickly. And when I got to the search field, I double tapped it to open. For those of you who might be new to iPhones, you cannot write unless it says whatever the name of your field is and then says is editing. If it doesn't say is editing, your keyboard won't be up. Now, for the sake of time, I'm going to dictate a search. You can either type it in or you can dictate it. I'm going to go to the bottom right and I'm going to double tap on the dictate button. Dictate button. Hamburger buns. Inserted hamburger buns. I double tapped it to stop the dictation. Now I'm going to go to search. Search. I'm going to double tap that. And Back button. we have. Altoona Super Kit Sword and Filter in store button shipping pickup but delivery. I want button. delivery. You heard all that. Sword and filter in store. Sword and filter button. in store. Shipping button. Shipping pickup pickup delivery delivery button. Price range button delivery. Several button. filters you can apply. I want delivery. Selected delivery. So I double tapped it and it said selected delivery. In- pickup price range clear all. Results for hamburger buns, 373. Heading. I just swipe down to, <clears throat> swipe to the right with one finger, which you're going to do a lot of in these apps. And it gave me my results. And Great value hamburger buns, 11 ounces, 8 count, 88 cents, 8.0 cents slash Oz. Bought two times. That's Save with cheap. Walmart Plus. Pick that's up. Delivery. Button. And it says pick up, deliver. We have a bird in the background trying to make noise so we are attempting to make her be quiet 
So it gives you your options, even though I've selected Bakery Classic Sesame Topped Hamburger Buns. Eight pack bag. $2.94, 19.6 slash Oz. Bought two times. Save with Walmart Plus. Pick up. Delivery. Button. Hamburger. Sesame. Bakery Classic. Back button. So you can, it'll, it'll give you your options, even though I selected delivery. It'll give you the options you have. Some of them say pick up delivery. Some of them say pick up delivery shipping. So if you want to if you want to change it you can. It's best not to but um cuz it gets a little that part gets a little confusing but it's easier at checkout if you decide you want it shipped you can do it then. But I select delivery because I want it delivered. So let's see what else we've got. Great value hamburger. Add to cart. Pepperidge Farm Bakery Classic Sesame Topped oh. Hamburger Buns. Add to cart. Pepperidge Farm Bakery Classic Sesame Topped Hamburger Buns. This, pack bag. Button. This is a nice change they've made. You remember used to you'd have two items and two add to carts and two items and two add to carts. Now it's just one and one. So this is a nice change that... You don't have to pay quite so close attention. Great value hot dog buns. Eleven add to cart. Great value hot dog buns. Well, I didn't Eleven ask, ounces. I didn't eight ask for hot dog buns. Nichols hot dog buns. Add to SCHR gluten free soft and sliced hamburger buns. Add ballpark white hamburger buns. Add Sam's Choice sweet Hawaiian hamburger buns. Add Wonder Bread classic hamburger buns. Fifteen. Add great value ham non GMO. Add to cart nature's own great value hamburger buns. Whole wheat. Fourteen ounces. Add to cart great value hamburger nature's own perfectly crafted brioche style hamburger buns. Add to cart nature's own perfectly crafted brioche style hamburger buns. All eight pound. All Button. kinds of hamburger buns. Page two of fifteen. Dave, you Compliment. got any hamburger? Sign. Add. Got buns. any uh, preference on hamburger buns? No, we usually get the great value. SCHR gluten free soft yeah. and sliced ham. Mm-hmm. Add to cart nickels. Add to cart great value hamburger buns. Eleven ounces. We're gonna double eight tap that. Button. We're getting ready to have sloppy joes, so. Increase quantity. Quantity is increased. One in cart. Now, if you want to increase your quantity again, if you want two. Great value hamburger. One in cart. Double tap to open quantity menu. One Great in value cart. hamburger bump. Increase quantity. Button. Increase Back. quantity. Increase quantity. Quantity is increased. Two in two cart. Two in cart. Two in cart. Double tap to open quantity. Increase quantity. Decrease quantity. Button. If you Minus. keep swiping to the right, you get to decrease quantity. I'm going to take it back to one. Decrease quantity. Quantity is decreased. One in cart. So that's how that works. Now I'm going to go back. Back button. Because I want to search again. Search Walmart. Search field. Search field. Recent searches returned. Search field. Is it dictate? Button. Hamburger. Nine searches of inserted hamburger. Delete. Nine search suggestions of F. T. R. Nine search suggestions of R. Hamburger. Dictate. But dictate. But search. Back button. Altoona Zoo person. Altoona. Sword and filter. Selected. Delivery. Instant. Pick up. Prop brand. But need a clear result. All natural star 80% lean slash 20% fat ground beef chuck tray. One pound. $5.34. $5.34 slash LB. Wow, Save with Walmart Plus. That's Pick up. up. Deliver. Add to cart. All natural star 80% lean slash 20% fat ground beef chuck tray. 2.25 pounds. $11.62. $5.16 slash LB. Save with Walmart Plus. Add to all natural star 93% lean slash 7% fat lean ground beef tray. 4.5 pounds. 
pounds, $24.72, five magic, all natural star 73% lean slash 27% fat lean ground beef, $3.97, $3 at all natural star 73% lean slash 27% fat ground beef roll, three pounds, $10.54, $3.51 slash LB, so save get, with Walmart plus, pickup, delivery, the idea, meat, ground beef, there's probably patties on down there too, but page one of six. What I want. All natural star 80% lean slash 20% fat ground beef chuck tray. One pound. $5.34. slash LB. Save with Walmart Plus. Pick I think up, I'm going to go down here and get button, the 2.25. Add, add to cart. All natural star 80% lean slash 20% fat ground beef chuck tray. 2.25 pounds. $11.62. $5.16. slash LB. Save with Walmart Plus. It's, Pick up. Delivery. It's $5. All natural. Ground beef chuck. Oh, Add. So IRTA2 Aris. All natural star 80% lean slash 20% fat ground beef chuck tray. One pound. Add, on, add to cart all natural. Increase quantity. Quant back 9.53 a.m. Back button. Okay. Because that's five sixteen a pound versus five thirty four, so I'm going to go ahead and get the. Well, you might explain that a little bit because the phone was doing a lot of rattling there. Well, it gives you the it gives you the item. It gives you the on the ground beef. It gives you the percentage of lean. It gives you the price for the total unit because I got five. Point, I mean two point two five pounds. So it gave me a price of eleven something, and then it gave me a price of five sixteen per pound. Now, <clears throat> that's to help you be able to compare it more easily. Now, it doesn't always do that. It does it on some things and doesn't do it on some things. Some things it'll give you a price per ounce or a price per item if there's several in a package, or it'll give you a price per pound like that did. But not everything. So sometimes you don't see that. And if you want to know, you got to figure it out yourself sometimes. So that's actually what all that was about. Now I'm going to get some <coughs> dishwashing detergent, dishwasher detergent. I happen to like the finish wrapper free tabs. Tab bar, account. Tab. So let me go back, back. Back button. To the search. Browse department. Browse department. Search Walmart. Search field. Search field. Five recent searches returned. Search field is dictate button. Okay. Finish dishwasher. Nine searches. Inserted finished dishwasher. Delete. Search. <clears throat> Double Back tap button. on the search. Now this one you're going to get to see how to go in and it's going to say, well, let's see what it says. Search by dishwasher. Search by results. Finish jet dry rinse a 23 ounce okay. dishwasher rinse and drying agent from $6.24. Bought one time. Available in additional colors. Rating 4.8 out of 5 stars based on 803 reviews. Save with Walmart Plus. Pick up. Delivery. One. Day shipping. Button. It finish. Said Options. Finish max in one Powerball wrapper free dishwasher detergent tablet. from $7.67. Bought two times. Available in additional colors. Rating for Finish. I'm going to double tap on that. Okay. Now, it says available in additional colors. It's not really colors. What they mean is additional options. They just, 
I don't know why they use the word colors. They should have said options, but anyway. Finish Max in one eleven dollars and ninety twenty dot zero cents per e. Two hundred fifty four reviews. Finish Max in one Powerball wrapper free dishwasher. To zoom button. Select count per pack. I'm just 60. swiping. Select count per pack is sixty. That's already selected, but you can get twenty four five dollars and fifty four cents thirty eight point two cents slash Oz product unavailable. Well, button. You could have gotten except it's unavailable. You could have gotten it in twenty four, and it gave you the price per tab. Thirty six seven dollars and sixty seven cents twenty one point three cents slash a button. They do have that. This is the one I've chosen. Selected. Sixty eleven dollars and ninety eight cents twenty point zero cents slash a button. And there's one more, but last night it was unavailable. Seventy-eight, twenty-five dollars and fifty-nine cents price per unit unavailable. Product unavailable. Button. Pick up at Altoona Supercenter. Walmart plus free delivery to four hundred share it. Walmart to sponsored. Vertical scroll bar. Five pages. Okay, so now once you do that, you've got to find your add to cart. Fresh dishwasher cleaner tablets. Six cup vertical. Sponsored. Vertical. Sponsored. A fresh diagram. So finish map. Eleven dot twenty dot two hundred. Finish map. Zoom. Select twenty four thirty. Select seven. Pick up Walmart to four hundred. Sponsor. Vertical scroll bar. I'm just Five swiping. Pages. Finish jet dry. Rose ten to eleven of. Finish max. Bullet. No need to pre. So more detail. Customers all. Finish power. Add glisten magic. Dish. Add to cart. Finish Powerball Quantum twelve tabs. Dishwasher detergent tablets. Okay. Ultimate clean and shot. Finish. Cust. More details. What do they do Bucket. with it? Bullet. No need to pre. Finish max in one tackle. Whatever you throw at it product details great value advanced dot add to cart finish and wash dishwasher finish and wash dishwasher cleaner click add to you have to do a little looking around sometimes but up here at the near the top there's a close button and then there is eleven dollars and ninety eight cents add to cart finish max and one powerball wrapper free dishwasher detergent tablets 60 ct it is right button. there so i'm going to double one tap in cart. that quantity is increasing <clears throat> one in cart Okay. Dave, can you think of anything else you want? Donuts. Donuts. Six donuts. Close. Okay. Button. Close. We're going to close that. Back button. And we're going to go back. back. Search Walmart. We're going to go to search the search field. Again. Search field. Five recent searches returned. <clears throat> search field. Dictate. Button. Donuts. Inserted donuts. Delete. Search. Back button. Results for donuts. Freshness guaranteed assorted ring donuts. Add to cart fresh. Freshness guaranteed glazed donuts. 12 ounces. 6 count. $2.97. Bought 5 plus times. Save with Walmart Plus. Pick up. Delivery. Add to cart freshness guaranteed glazed donuts. 12 ounces. 6 count. Button. Increase quantity. Quantity is increased. Notification. Dismiss. More. Dismiss. Back button. Back button. <clears throat> Walmart. Search Walmart. Search Notifications field. get in the way sometimes. Yeah, sometimes they do. And, and, and if you don't dismiss them, sometimes you can't see what you want to see at the top, like the back button and stuff like that. Um, and that's true in a lot of apps. Is there anything else that you can think of that you might want? I don't think so. Okay, well, I'm going to go to the cart. Your cart contains seven items. The estimated total is $62.16. Button. Okay, now, <clears throat> the cart button is over here on the top right. Uh, those of you who are used to Amazon, you know Amazon's is on the bottom. This is on the top right. I'm going to double tap it. Your cart. Back button. As soon as tomorrow. 
pickup or delivery from store. Pickup or delivery from store as soon as tomorrow. Card. Heading. Pickup as soon as. T- reserve a time. Button. Two items can be shipped instead. Two items can be shipped instead. And if you keep swiping, I'm going to go back to reserve a time in a minute. Switch to shipping. Switch button. to shipping button. Well, I don't want to do that, so. Seven items. One in card. Freshness guarantee. Okay. So. Estimate. Estimate. Continue to check out. Instead of continue to, instead of going back to reserve time, I'm going to go ahead and go to continue to check out. Continue to check out. Pick up button. Mm. One back button. And up at the top, you've got a back button. Reserve a time heading. You reserve a time heading. So see, it's going to take you there anyway. Pick up button selected. Delivery from store. I was swiping and you heard delivery. I mean, pick up, which was not selected. Then selected delivery. That's what. That's what I want. Deliver to Chris Record. Change button. Walmart Plus members sent today. Slots available. Button. Slots available today. Really. All right. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 1, 2, 3 p.m., 2, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Was $9.95. Is now $0. Button. We'll 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Was $9.95. Is now $0. Selected. Now you have to go down here to... Check check out by 11.02. Way to go. You're about to save $9.95. W plot. 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Wait. Check out by 11.00. Continue. We're going to go to Continue. Continue. Loading. Loading re- done. We'll hold done. We'll hold this reservation until 11:02 a.m. Dulco finish max in one power. All natural. Uber eat great oh, value fuck. hamburger. Dulco finish all mode. We'll fo- get texts attachment. Get phone number ten digits. Okay, that's Requ- my phone get texts number. about the status of your order. Button. Get texts about the status of your order. Now the last time I double tapped that it took me to the website and I didn't like that. So <clears throat> that is a change I don't care for. Attachment. PNG. File. Wallet. Headed. Put your benefits to Visa ending in. Change payments. Have a promo. Store delivery tip details. 100% your tip. I'm just swiping with one finger to the right. $7. $4. Selected. $7. $10. Custom. You can change your t- subtotal. Se- Walmart Plus. Estimated taxes. Estimated store delivery. Charged separately. At- want to give nine donation details. Button. And want, want to, to give, give 95, 95 cents to Operation cents Home Friend? Rounding up is an easy way to donation. We'd love to hear give feedback by placing this place order $64.05. Place order $64.05. You saved nine dollars. Search Walmart. S- Save more with Walmart Plus. Order number nine five Here's four five. Order, order totals delivered Saturday. Items will be delivered Saturday, October second, oh, one p.m. to two p.m. A, oh, no, it didn't give me today. It sure didn't. Yeah. Items will be delivered. Well, okay. Chris Rieger, I mean, I guess 400 that's right. items set delivery from store. But I chose order today. total six. Order number. Save more with Walmart. Or, or delivery. Chris Rieger. Sub freshness. Great that. Fin. All keep at sparkling ice red. Suggested for your next shop. Sparkling ice registered natural. Page two of two. Give feedback. Button. Give feedback. We'd love to hear. Continue shopping. Button. Add to cart. Sarah Lee White made. Add to banana. Add to spark. Add your keep more. All natural star 80% lean slash 20 per page one of two. I don't think it's going to let me change it right here. Now, if I wanted to change it, I could go out of Walmart, take it out of the app switcher, go back in, go to my orders, go to... Um, I think it calls it order in progress, and you can change your delivery time there. But it, it's not crucial that we have it today. In fact, I wasn't even expecting any times to show up today because usually they don't. So I'm fine with that, but that's how you change it if you want to. 
and you can go back in. Right now, you cannot choose substitutes. You can choose whether to substitute an item or not, but you can't not choose what you'd like instead. You have to leave it up to them. I have called about that. When I called, they were unaware of it. It had just happened. They say they're working on it, and hopefully they will change that. I like Instacart, where you can choose your substitutions, and in Walmart, you used to be able to do that, but you just can't right now. So that's how that works. But the checkout is actually pretty easy. The app is pretty easy to use. They've made a couple of changes that I'm not crazy about, but they're not make or break changes. So, you know, sometimes it is what it is. And that's pretty much how you use it. You can go in and you can add items. And on Walmart, now this is something that hasn't changed. You always have till, well, here... They tell you you have till 1.45 in the morning, the day of your order, to make any changes. And a couple hours before it's delivered, they say substitutions are ready for your review. And then you can go in and choose um, if you want it substituted or not. I've had some luck with that. I've not had some luck with that. It just depends. Sometimes I choose no and get it anyway, but whatever. Now, during the checkout process, um, if you're trying to use an EBD card, I, I can't really help you on that particular thing. I do know that on some apps like uh, Instacart, the EBD card, apparently every time you use it, it generates a new pin, and they tell me that when you put in your numbers, they jump, the numbers jump around all over the place. There were a couple people that said they were having trouble with the Walmart checkout. I don't know if that was the problem they were having or not. They didn't really say, but if that is a problem a real problem because you it generates that pin every time you every time you use the card apparently so i don't know what to tell you if that's the problem you're having then that's the problem you're going to have with instacart as well so i i'm not sure what to tell you about that but anyway i didn't want to ignore that that i know that is a problem for some people then of course, when you're finished, you close the app and and uh, hope you get the notifications when your order is going to be delivered. And you um, wait for your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how it works. If you have any questions, you can email Bill Sparks at Bill at BillSparks dot org. That's Bill at BillSparks dot org. And if he doesn't have the answers to the questions, as I always say, he'll get a hold of us and we'll do our best to make sure you get the answers to the questions you need. But he does use the Walmart app, so he might know the answers. Or if you have any comments regarding this particular demo on the Walmart app during this live broadcast, you may reach us by calling 646 558 8656. That's 646-558-8656. When you're asked for a user ID, enter 
8450. That's 848 725 450. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound and you will be in the room with us where you may ask your question or make your comment regarding this updated Walmart demo. Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. Stay tuned next time for another another exciting exciting demo. There we go. Thank you so very, very much. Hey, Chris, one quick question. Do they call you on the phone if they don't have something to ask? No. No, they do not. (laughs) They send you an email and send you a notification if you have the notifications on. And says this item has either been replaced or your money's been refunded. So you, you can go can. in and you can say don't substitute, but sometimes it doesn't do any good and sometimes it does. And you, so you don't have any personal contact or not contact, but communication with the shopper himself. No, in that app. the shopping is actually done by Walmart staff. Okay, it's only delivered by a third party. Yeah, which is a uh, DoorDash. Well, here on where it's you are. Instacart. Yeah. So, I think areas have different different drivers. In Indianapolis, it's DoorDash here. I don't know. It may be Instacart. It may be, what's the other one, Shipped? Or it could be DoorDash, Uber Eats. I think whoever is it. Thanks for shipping those donuts to me, Dave. I appreciate it. No, you can't have Actually, those. Actually, he ate them already. <laughs> yeah, gone. yeah, don't pay attention to him when it comes to that. Uh, Tim, did you ever find Debbie's thing? Yep, I've got one from Debbie and uh, one from Gail in there. So I just play them back to back. Yeah, play them back to back, and then we'll get back if there's no other questions and let Chris do that world famous demo. I mean, um, recipe. Yep, here we go. Good morning, Bill. This is Debbie in Lafayette. Just an idea for Gail. Um, maybe with the diabetic classes, maybe Wendy could go with her and help her with whatever she needs to do. Also, maybe she could get some of the materials that they um, have. Maybe she could get them in Braille or on audio format. Also, exercise is great. Um, I don't exercise sometimes when I don't get a go, but uh, I try to get exercise, and it helps me a lot. And it helps your mood. It helps your your whole being. So anyway, that's all I have to say, and I wish Gail the best and everybody else out there. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Yes, hi. This is Gail in Sauk Rapids, Minnesota here, and this is uh, has to do with the uh, interview I'm hearing now on the coffee club uh, with uh, Tim Ani. I remembered a uh, meeting that I had gone to at the Braille School. Uh, There was an NFB meeting at the Braille School, the Minnesota Braille and Sight Saving School it was called at the time, I think. And I remember you, Tim, and some of the other people playing basketball before the meeting started because I remembered hearing the clicking basket. Just wanted to kind of throw that in. And also, I'm really enjoying the interview. Have a good day and looking forward to your show after after a while. Bye. There we go. There we go. And I can comment a little bit on Gail's 
thing about we we had uh, baskets in the gym, and they had um, well, one of them had a clicker, and one of them had a buzzer. <laughs> but uh, at each end of the gym, and uh, we used that to play basketball, and it was a lot of fun. Very good and very enjoyable interview and. So we'll give you a harder time later. I'll be nice to you for a few minutes here. Um, Chris, you, you've got a recipe? Well, if there's any questions on the demo, they didn't. I haven't come up, made them themselves if have, yet. If you have any, email them to the coffee club and we'll see if we can get them answered. This is a recipe for. Let me get back over here to it. I switched out of it. Okay, crescent roll cheesecake. Pretty easy. Two cans of eight-count crescent rolls. One eight-ounce package of cream cheese softened. One and a half cups of sugar. One teaspoon of vanilla. One teaspoon cinnamon. One stick of butter, softened. What you're going to do is you're going to mix your cream cheese one cup of the sugar and the vanilla till it's uh, creamy and it's easiest to use an electric mixer. Unroll one can of crescent rolls and spread them into a 9 by 13 pan and if you want to it wouldn't hurt to spray your 9 by 13 a little bit although it doesn't say to. Then you spread that cream cheese mixture on top of the spread out crescent rolls. You put your other can of unrolled crescent rolls on top of that and then you sprinkle well you melt a stick of butter and pour it on top and you pour the rest of your sugar and cinnamon on top you kind of sprinkle it around as best you can and I find it easiest to mix the cinnamon and sugar together that way it spreads the cinnamon out a little better and then you bake it let's see for how long Mm -hmm. bake it 350 for 30 minutes and you want to preheat your oven of course you always do that when you bake unless it tells you not to and that's all well there we go another another wrap up to a Great coffee club. Glad the demos are back and we enjoyed it. Thanks everybody on the panel. Thank you most of all to the listeners. We really appreciate it. This will, I, there's no Bill and Perry show, so I've got a few extra minutes here. I can post all this podcast stuff and you'll have it shortly. There. Thank you so much, everyone. <laughs>